0: Hey, it's your boy, Anthony, and welcome back to the Let's Link Up and Chill podcast. On this episode, I'm joined by two wonderful individuals where we'll be sharing our thoughts and experiences so far on the current pandemic situation. So stay tuned.
1: Okay. Hello, everyone. Good night. I am Faith Ford. Um, What do you need to know about me that's, that's relevant to this? What? Jason. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You got cut. It's hard. Just let me. Why y'all say? Why y'all say in my intro? Just my name. Hold on. Hold on.
0: Hey, I edited nothing out. <laughs> Just the way you want to see
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I trained you better than this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So take this part. Okay. Take- Two. Hi. Good night. My name is Kate Ford. I am Guyanese, but I live in New York now. I am. Um, I've known Anthony for quite a while, and I'm friends with um, the other guest, Jason, also. So currently, I'm doing a master's in public health. I completed a bachelor's degree in medicine at UG. So now I'm doing a master's in public health. And I'm here to <sighs> be a part of my and see where it goes with Andy tonight. Yeah. That's who I am, Jason.
2: Well, good, introduction. good evening everyone. My name is Jason Jake Bram with the program. of Thayana. Um what can I say about myself? I'm 31 years old. Actually, my first second first day in a few weeks' time, For the best month, September month. Again, yeah, that's education month. So so indigenous heritage month and of course it's gold month so of course I'm working about myself I am a contract coordinator at Examobile in Vienna. Um, prior to that job I was studying an executive master's in administration in Fiji for two years, uh, 2017, 2019. I pursued an undergrad degree in business management at the University of Guyana. Um, I've known Fatal Anthony for about eight years or more. Uh, we I met him through the Rotary Club University of Guyana. And, um, I feel honored to finally be on the podcast. I was supposed to be the first guest. Oh, <laughs> But it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to finally be here on the chill part.
0: Yeah. Looking
2: forward to this conversation.
0: Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Jason. That that need a little applause from everyone. <laughs> That'll <let> be <me, laughs> applause. <laughs> <little> applause. Do <laughs> you guys know that?
1: I'm going bubble and say that I was the first. <laughs>
0: all right all right so let's say you two were the first right you you guys are always welcome Welcome. so um you guys know all that athlete and all that No, don't really mean anything for what we're about to discuss right it's just simple young professionals um just kicking it back, having a chit-chat on this. Um, I want to talk about this, this old COVID-19. How oh, this pandemic is really like affecting all of us in terms of you know, traveling. So um, first of all, how are you guys doing, by the way? How's everyone?
1: I'm quite okay. I love being inside. No, I didn't know that I loved being inside until now. But <laughs> I do. So I am taking it easy. Some days are better than others. Like some days you really feel like you want to go out. And then they just realize you can't. So that's the bad part. But then other days it's just yeah, I'm happy to stay home.
0: Yeah. I thought you would be losing it fit.
1: No, Here no, no. Yeah. Nope. Ah. No, nope. nope. I to... came out of this stage where I probably would have lost it, but now I am so comfortable.
0: What about you just Well,
2: to me, I'm I'm used to being indoors. Mm-hmm. I am into work. I am. Um, most people think i an extra for it because they're all seeing me and, you know, out and
0: out.
2: To told, I like being, uh, I love being at home. I love being at home, relaxing, and I'm actually working from home uh, um, on the Friday. So that has been going um, pretty well.
0: You're still working from home? Yes, yeah, I'm still working from home. Oh, it's told The
2: this is our fifth month um, working from home. So that's going that's going quite okay. Uh, at first it was a struggle, you mm. know, like getting into the that working mentality. Mm. But um, you know, after some time, I found uh, a nice group um, for work with home. Um, outside of that, on the weekends, well, you know, I have my motorcycle. Mm. So on the weekends, I always take a ride somewhere. Either I like, go to my girlfriend, the highway, or just you know, take a little ride every now and again so you know change it up. And, uh, but it's going good for me. Um, there are times when, indeed, you know, if you just want to go to the guys you know, or you just want to go and have some friends and you know, have a few drinks and some laughter. Um, that part I miss or probably going to a nice restaurant and mingling with those parts of it. But the most part, I am finally at home. I was actually able to save a lot more money from um, with the whole curfew and lockdown. So that has been um,
0: a big plus to me. All the people out there um, who are saying that, you know, working from home is like probably the best thing. What, what would you say about that? Is it like easier to work from home than it is at the office?
2: Um, for me personally it's it's more difficult. Uh, but the nature of my work, um, I, my office I normally have two display screens, and um, I also have my laptop, so I will use uh, sometimes two sometimes three screens to complete my work because I have to use a lot of sheets and so on. So for me, working at home with just my small laptop screen, I think that was the toughest point and continue to be the greatest challenge um, in terms of my efficiency in completing my work duty. So I think it depends on the individual and what their what is their work duty. If you're a person that has to be online a lot and you have a lot of spreadsheets and different documents that you have to use on a daily basis and you're at home with one screen, it will be a struggle. You will not... With your optimum efficiency. Um, but for other persons, um, it's quite simple. Like for government workers, they're on a rotation basis. Um, some workers are two days or three days in the office, and the other days they're you know relaxing at all. And um, I know in the private sector, uh, at least in, from my organization, I still work Monday to Friday.
0: Sorry, Jason, didn't get you. You can't break up there. You didn't get me? Back. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah.
2: yeah, I would say it depends on the nature of the person's work. Mm-hmm. And if you're an the employee, has to use a lot of spreadsheets, charts, documents, and they require double screens like I do, It'll be a bit it'll be a bit challenging working from But oh. you know, just your laptop a screen you you will not maximize your efficiency. So a task which would normally take probably twenty minutes might take one hour because we don't have the ability to switch from screen to screen to complete that task to get the information you mm. mm. So if
0: I think what we have found, like in, Yeah. I, can't, I think yeah, say it's like, true with that, you know. Right. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I I spoke with some persons who are working from home. And to my surprise, many of them saying that it's kind of more stressful when you're working from home than in the office. I'm like, well, really? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because they, all of them saying, you know, you got to um, have that kind of discipline. and you know to put in that work and as you say some persons work with two monitors at my workplace I work with two monitors so I could really I could understand where you're coming from with that you know it's it's tough
2: yes and added to that
0: I think one of the greatest challenges has been
2: our utility companies Mm -hmm. a lot of times I have Zoom and Skype meetings and I would have blackouts, blackout probably multiple times a day, or GTNT, the internet, it's not optimum. Your call drop, or there's no service. So, um, they too, you know, play a part in terms of how much work you can get done um, on a daily basis. And when it comes to the two of them, GPL and GTNT, it's pretty frustrating. Mm
0: pretty frustrating for me yeah i could understand i could really especially with that old blackout situation just imagine you are in a zoom a zoom meeting and then boop the light goes out <laughs> oh shoot right. i really feel it so yeah um for so the audience uh, for the person who are listening from outside of the yeah, um we travel from in Guyana here. We travel from um power supply it. Uh, so yeah, we will get the blackouts you know, now and then, you know. So yeah, we we trouble uh, a power power issues in Guyana, but it's working correct. So um Faith, what about you? How, how the studying going at home? How the online studies coming along with you?
1: Well, I haven't had much of a change because I do most of my classes online anyway. So I thought that was a better choice when, when I had the opportunity to choose. So I just chose to put my classes at home because for yeah, me, before,
0: before the pandemic,
1: even before oh. the pandemic, yes. Good. So what I like is I am more of the teach yourself type. So instead of having to go to class and then learn, and then still having to teach myself, I just thought it will be best to teach myself and then just stay home and do a session. So our online courses is either a Zoom meeting or it will be a recording and the professor would send stuff and you have the entire week to get ahead. So I was with that, but for some courses, they were hybrid so you'd probably have to go into class once a week so only that got cut with the pandemic we stopped going in class and everything became online but now when it switched over at the point when everything switched over and all the other professors who probably had in-person classes they now felt the pressure so you felt some sort of pressure and some of our plans for the class. Like, like I said, I'm doing a master's in public health, right? But COVID was not a part of our curriculum. But since it <laughs> became a, a awesome. public health concern, <laughs> most of the classes dropped good. the coursework and included a COVID assignment. So
0: that was
1: the only difference that I had to face. Because you're thinking, oh, I have one coursework that's going to take me 10 weeks, and they took it off of the course and said, okay, I'm going to make it smaller, and you're going to do a write-up, and it's going to be doing five weeks. But on COVID, because how can you go through a semester in a public health course and not touch on a big pandemic that's happening right now? So that was the only difference that I hardly struggled with, but I was successful at all my courses. So I was happy that I came out alive regardless. Of me. And then I even because everything is now online I was able to do a, another course in the summer. So I got more work done. Had no distractions. I think school and work online just depends on what your home environment is going to be. Like if it's going to be you alone then it's fine, but and um, I think at this stage, you know, gotta put we the should be together. able to discipline to find that discipline to me it's really easy. It's like you could wake up later, you could decide to take a shower after your first two hours, you could do breakfast and work at the same time, but having a routine where you have to get out at a certain time to get the bus to get to class versus just waking up and working as long as you don't have to do a video call i guess that should be easier but if you're going to be lackadaisical then no but then we're at the age where you probably shouldn't be lackadaisical at work so if you're still lackadaisical you need to fix it don't blame it on the pandemic Mm -hmm. and don't blame it on working from home like, get some discipline problem. in your
0: life. Yeah. Get <laughs> some discipline yeah. in your life. Yeah. It's all about discipline, indeed. Because, you know, you, you, it, uh, I think the main, many of us make is that we get work and we get the time. So, you know, the first thing, you know, ah, I got the time. I'll do this later. And then when you set the time for later, you're like... I get more time, man. I just, uh, I'll do this a later. And then, before you know it, you get one hour to submit the work. And then, you know, you're doing a fast, hurry-up thing. You're like, oh, shoot.
1: But, the, I mean, to some extent, that's allowed. So, this should happen a day or two. But when that becomes your lifestyle, that you are... Mm-hmm. You are... Every day, you wake up late and not doing work until 12 then then you need to fix things but a question yeah. for jason can your company not because what i've seen is some companies they will just send you home with the tool your office so you make your office at home so can you request to have your monitors at home if it's going to yeah, make I'll you work better
0: i will say
2: okay. yes you can uh, you can request uh, quite a few uh, Employees requested, you know, the monitors. Um, a lot of them the ergonomic situation at home, it was not the best so they requested monitors, chairs, mm-hmm. etc. But I think after probably like a few weeks I I got into group. So I didn't feel the need to ask for um a monitor a second monitor per se. But that option
1: is available. Okay. Oh.
0: Because um I was about to ask you that, you know, Jason, but I see Fate you know she beat me to the punch.
1: Such a lie you are spoke <laughs> to Jason and you moved on from Jason to me. So it's clear you were gonna that. Uh, no, like seriously,
0: I, I was thinking the same thing because um I know some persons that work at um teleperformance who we are working from home and the company um provided uh the setup they will come at your house and set up everything for you and you, know, you just work from same thing with call
2: hmm? same thing with call they also uh you know giving computers to you know existing staff as well as new higher yeah
0: so I was thinking I was a little pondering uncle Jason then asked you know well the company's so cheap they don't trust it <laughs>
2: uh-huh. No, no, no. They, they, they have you. You just gotta ask. But I got into my group, so I'm comfortable as it is.
1: My, my school offered um grants, like you just had to submit a request, like a need, and you get a certain amount if you needed anything school related to buy. Just let them mm. know, and they try to help you to buy a laptop or something. That would help you to finish your semester. So you, we had that option.
0: Well, what about what about um, clearing your, your tuition fees for you?
1: you get um, an option too. No, I, I wish. <laughs> but we had some.
2: not get that option. Uh-huh.
1: I so, don't remember how much, but something was wiped off that because we weren't meeting in person, and things uh-huh. like. We would be allowed free prints especially since classes are online. So the one week that I'd go in school, I'd print out some of my notes or something. So we paid for computer fees and those things. So I think we got that back. No,
0: oh the through that. Well that makes sense because you're not
1: using personal.
0: makes sense so um oh before i continue for all the listeners um i just want to put a disclaimer out there we are not recording in any big fancy studio all of us are remotely this podcast is being done remotely so um this podcast is featuring some background noise and just look at it as part of the ambience of this
2: podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I need to put that out there because some person was listening. Like, what's that? Was that? You know. Yeah. So you might hear some traffic. You might probably hear some dogs in the background. You know, we all are at home practicing social distancing. And well, in Faith's situation, we have to to practice social distance because she's all the way in Brooklyn. So there's no way we could have beat up with Faith. Talking about Brooklyn, man, what's going on? Because I couldn't help noticing, right? It seems like things are back to the norm in Brooklyn. Like, they've been, what, 15 shootings?
1: It's um, this summer. summer
0: right that's what i'm saying right is it and you you would think yo it's a pandemic these people should stay inside or you know they should cool it out for this summer i know every summer there's always some shooting last last year when i was there they had some i think they had like over 20 on um, 20 different shootings over a weekend
1: yes we had that Last week we right. over 30, including over six kids.
0: Well, this double, this double from last year, man. I would expect everybody to like chill because this is a pandemic we're going through.
1: That's not how it works. So we are not on lockdown. We're actually very good in controlling our numbers. So we have someone for freedom. And we are practicing all the things that we should be doing. So we are allowed. Unlike you guys, talking about Brooklyn. <laughs> yes, again, I had 40, case, 40 cases today in four days. But okay. Uh, okay, you know, to be- take the splinter out of your eye first. Before you come taking my log out. Huh.
0: You know what? How <laughs> oh, dare you? you know you know, I, I don't believe, it, right. Um uh, to be quite honest, I don't even feel like Guyana is it doesn't feel like we wanna lock down because person just doing what they feel like. I know the curfew, the move the curfew from um from eight to nine, I believe. Not
1: and eight you know to six to nine to five.
0: I think so. Not certain, but yeah, yes. but as I speak right now, there are people on the road. There are bars that are open. You know what I'm saying? Like people just—they just don't care anymore. You know? I know first when it hit Guyana. I know everybody was—you know—we gone in a panic mood. Everybody, you know, keeping the distance and what's that, what's that? But it just seemed like people can't be bothered anymore. This supposed lockdown, you know, there's a big problem with our island. Up to last night, um, two person died last night. A 93 year old man and a 32 two um two year old guy died last night. Thirty two.
1: Sir, four persons died today. Mm-hmm
0: forces like today. today you know that yep. where 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 am
2: i right again region i think um that's i think there is two from party and um i know one's a woman she's 43 mm. um i' gotta find i' gotta find the information but yeah we recorded 14 new cases today
0: and well. I know in region in region six, they recorded seven new cases, yeah. but I didn't realize four persons died today. In, yeah, four. So two, uh, two of the
2: four deaths um occurred at the hospital. Uh, I think it was a man. Was... The guy who was 55 and the woman was forty one. And the other two on the two other deaths, um, that's in Georgetown. Georgetown. I think one one is a 43-year-old woman. And I don't know who other. I think the guy is a like 72-year-old guy.
0: But Jason, you see, yeah. you see the numbers, you see the disparity between the men and the women. You see what's going on. Yeah. More men are dying from this thing.
2: Well, if you take a walk into Georgetown, let's use George Tom, as we you take a walk into George. And you look at the persons not wearing masks. Most of those persons are actually men. Many mm-hmm. are the ones who are not, you know, wearing masks and not you know, adhering to the protocol, take um, apart and so on. And I mean, it's about time people in Ghana, you know, take coronavirus very, very seriously. Last weekend I went to, I uh, had a paintball involved with all the time. So it was like the first time here that I actually catch a minibus. So I said, well, if I'm going to take a bus to stop, I'm going to make it that the bus. Uh, like
1: five to
2: six passengers. So luckily to be the first bus I stopped, they had like six persons inside. So I jumped in the bus. So I decided when I looked in the driver, and the guy in front, they were wearing masks. The woman next to me, was in the conductor's seat, she was to the far right, she was wearing a mask. I turned around to check the other persons. nobody was wearing a mask. I was the only person in the bus wearing a mask. And you know, that's totally that's unacceptable.
1: So do you think, do you feel comfortable telling them or asking them why not wear a mask? Or do you think it's not your responsibility?
2: Actually, I think it's my responsibility. I feel comfortable telling persons if I travel in a vehicle and they're not doing masks, I would tell them But i think On Saturday, the moment I was in, I didn't really care about them when the mask because I was actually late. So I was just focusing on getting to my destination and I ensured the woman who was next to me, she was as far from me as possible and the other person <laughs> was really So I didn't even bother, I didn't bother saying.
0: You know, in some
2: well, I think
0: you can't even talk to some of them, you know, because some of them will tell you straight up, "Yo, I can't wear that thing, or you." I just drink what? I just drink a lot of rum and COVID can't hit. You because you know, I just drink a lot of rum and I wine and I don't know you know, all these stuff. Some of them you just can't talk to them. That's facts. You no, know, say so just I just leave them. To, I just leave them for them to be be by themselves. You know, I don't I don't talk to them. I just I just leave them to be all. Oh, you know, it's like yo, you do you, and I do me. You know, yeah. Is it is it the same in Brooklyn, Faith?
1: Um, Brooklyn, it's rude with it in Brooklyn. Mm. So or generally all parts like you would see people fighting people who tell them they should be wearing masks so as much as I know it's my responsibility or wouldn't I don't think fight that. sorry I wear my mask and I step away the most I would do is like when we well this was before when you'd be in a line and there's the nudges on the ground to remind you the distance that you could stay apart. So I would step up to one, and the person behind me would step off of theirs and come in between the two. And I would be like, Why are you up on me? Like, why? There is a sign on the floor that says where you should stand. Why are you telling me to step forward? <laughs> but I would just turn back and look at them. And... They would move, but I wouldn't tell somebody to do it. Scary. Here. So,
0: yeah. What don't like the police do over there? Like, do they get like fined?
1: Initially, we were getting fined, and then we switched to just informing people and giving them a mask. But no, no, I think most people just do it if you walk in the street or did have it and when they're and so you can't enter a building without it but you can walk well
0: well there's the same here there's the same here you can't enter buildings or supermarket without mask but i mean even still you should be wearing it on the streets right
1: any person where you walk in, yes, you when I'm walking in the City
0: so streets, where it's me, and then I take mine off. But you don't know, What to say that once the particles are in the air, it can remain in the air for five minutes or something like that.
1: They say lots of things, but at some point, <laughs> you're going to
0: take the mask off anyway, right? They say so I concur a lot of things to me so so my alright so how exactly are you really supposed to on this thing mm-hmm. because say for example you do take your mask but without, even knowing somebody was in the same spot where you are right now oh, okay
1: so it's not going to be like that. Mm-hmm. that it's more of Contact, and it is not a case where it. it lives in the air forever. And this person leaves, and even though you didn't even see the person, by the time you get in the room, it's going to be there waiting on you. No.
0: No, I'm not. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that. See, you hop, you hop on the elevator, right? Uh huh. And the person that just came out sneezed. right Then uh-huh. you hop on the elevator. You didn't not realize that He sneezed. But you take your mask off, saying, Oh, I'm I'm in the building I head into my apartment.
1: huh
0: Right. I mean there's one way you could get it.
1: Good. So it's gonna settle, but you're not gonna touch things, which is what we tell, which is one thing that you shouldn't do. Try to not touch mm-hmm. public spaces because it's Mainly
0: contact. You know what? I believe this. I believe it doesn't matter how much or how many um, protection you um, use and what's not.
1: You're I think the it?
0: best you no, know, I think the best way to really safeguard yourself from this thing is to build up your immune system. You know, eat your fruits, take the necessary um, vitamins, take your necessary builders and these things and just eat and exercise, you know? Because this thing, if, I know sometimes some people unconsciously just touch their nose and then even realize they touch their nose or touch your face or something, you know? So you could take all the precautions. and just take one time. Just one time for you to slip up, and you end up touching your face, and be like, "Oh, damn!" You like what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, but like, if we knew how to build this perfect immune system, then nothing should affect us.
0: Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. All right, so um, moving on. Talk to you guys. Like, I sure. You guys had plans before this whole COVID touchdown, you know, for the summer and so on. What were some of your guys' plans?
2: Right, I'll, go. I'll go first. So 2020, But well, I was away for two years. So I would have started my job in January. And um, I was just, you know, trying to, you know, get back into, reintegrate into Guyana. I had a lot of plans in terms of, you know, mingling and visiting a few spots, traveling um, locally. Um, I was looking forward to, I was looking, actually looking forward to Guyana Carnival mm-hmm. in May, because I've been it for two years, so... Mm-hmm. I was really looking forward to oh, wait, wait, because I did not
0: to cut you, but they don't have like um carnival in Fiji? No. Fiji does
2: not have carnival. Mm-hmm. The idea, their idea of a carnival, wouldn't they say they have a carnival is what we call a mayfiel. Without planting a You have a big purse wheel, you have um, food concessions and food stalls, you have some here,
0: oh, this it? sound like
2: a... that's what they call this oh, sound party.
0: like a festival.
2: Yeah. So they have like those stuff and they may have a pageant to go down. Okay. That's their car. Okay. Yeah. So back to what I was saying, I was really looking forward to getting a carnival um this year. But you know, coronavirus happened this mm-hmm. And um I had no plans for international travel because it's, you know, my first year. It'll be my second year. The company, you can't, you know, you won't have my to any first mm. But maybe I probably would have found a long weekend and probably take a trip to in Caribbean. So, um, yeah, it kind of spoiled my, <laughs> you know, my social life that I had last. My coming home social
0: like Okay. I I was kinda of I was kinda of thinking the same thing too. You no, know I mean like especially like Easter for Easter weekend. Your guys you you boy already had planned to go to the rodeo in Latin and then hop ah,
2: across and then up across, <laughs> up across to Brazil
0: you know, and so, like, bro, this. This COVID, this COVID just come and to all my friends. Okay. I know something. I know the minute I hear or heard that um, New York got the, the COVID, I know for sure Guyana will get it. But I was hoping that it would have come till after the Easter weekend. Of the damn early and so the, they had to close the border and you know and the old, old road you tell at phone oh this covid really mashed up mash up everything because I, I yeah. was really to go back to Brazil and this time it wasn't like just right across the border I was thinking about going to buy 50s. You know?
2: Both with some, yeah. 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 I was looking forward to it as well. You know, it, it, really, it really changed a lot of stuff. And I think Emancipation Day, I was looking forward to that. I already had an outfit for um, Emancipation Day. I've never been to Suare in Hopetown. So that was on my list of things mm-hmm. to do. I always look forward to September. I'm reading Heritage Month. Because I normally, I normally go to my exhibition center. When they do the opening, I get my Paiwari my fly, my pepper pot, you know, my indigenous dishes. I am, um, you know, I look forward I look I really look forward to doing that you know, during yeah. So, you know, but this year, um uh, everything will be done yeah. <laughs> yeah. hopefully hopefully it's not it's not the same, but hopefully, you know, I might somebody might be, you know, bubbling a pot of pepper pot somewhere, you know, some while oh, and it might give me a call so that I can get that or you know, get one of my indigenous friends to, so, you know, link me some flights. Mm. And um, if I worry, at least I won't, miss, I won't miss it. But thankfully, I get, I, I return to Guyana in time to catch some of the festivities last. Mm. So I don't feel too bad. I was able to enjoy some of the festivities last. Mm. But I was really looking forward to it.
0: But then again, you know, you get to enjoy, um... What would New York call it? New York don't call it carnival over there. What do they call it? What's another name they call it? Liberty. Liberty. So you get to enjoy a kind of semi-carnival, if I may say. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so you know, I ain't think much missed, missed out there, you know. Yeah, I'm going to see. Yeah, yeah
2: this, time, it's, it's,
0: <laughs> this pandemic This really, pandemic um, it really took all of us by surprise because I had so much planned for this year.
1: Okay. But again,
0: I think it was a blessing too because you save up a lot and then, you know, money that you plan to, you know, use to go and travel or you, know, you could invest it into something else, you know, put it into something, into some better work and so on, you know. And you get to, like, do, you know, like, follow through on your ideas. Like, a, for me, example, this podcast. And you know, I always had this podcast in mind. but I always, you know, I don't have the time. You know, I don't have the time to do podcasts and all that. But, you know, this pandemic, you know, just tell you, life is short. and um, If you get an idea, just do it and see if it works or not. Yeah, you like You could say the pan- the pandemic is um is a blessing and, of course, at the same time, you know, you need to readjust and reflect on certain things. So, Faith, what what's up with you? What what about you? What plans you had for the summer? <laughs> I sure, fate had
1: a lot
0: of plans
2: for the so- summer. <laughs> That you some point I
1: had
2: no
1: plans <laughs> for the
2: summer. Let me just say that. Doesn't also, That's uh, <laughs> You find right that hard. <sighs> oh, Come
1: What was um, So, the last two summers, I have been in school. No, well, just last one and this one. So, last summer, I finished, I had three courses left to finish my associate degree and I just decided to take the summer and finish them all and then I went on a trip to India with my school so I had no summer last year so what I said this year I do no courses and just chill and enjoy America and summer and whatever it was but I didn't have specific things that I do. I just said I wouldn't do any school, any courses in the summer. Yeah. But then the pandemic happened and life happened. So summer was cancelled. But yeah. I knew since it began that probably I wouldn't be doing anything this summer anyway. So
0: Because because the own body wasn't there this summer. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs>
1: I think I spent <laughs> summer together last year. We had lots of touring. Uh, you Again, know, we went to and Thailand, I caught a little summer, piece. We I caught a
2: little Thailand. piece of it. Yeah. Oh yes, we went to Thailand.
0: <laughs> you know, you know, believe it or not, right? Last year will make it like the full time I come to the states, but last year. Well, you could say there's the only time I ever spent so much months in a foreign country. Because right, most times, like the three times that I visited before, I spent like a week, two weeks, the math, wouldn't be like a week, two weeks, a week, two weeks, you know, and I say to myself, um i uh, will be here for four months. Let me hit Faith up and see what she's doing and so forth and so forth. So, you know, I, I could say last year would be like mm, the only time that I really get to like visit or really tour New York.
2: You're welcome.
0: Uh, yeah, thank thank you, Faith. Thank you, Faith. <laughs> but I did some touring. But I did some touring without you. You know, when you went to India. I did some touring without you.
1: Yeah, I did touring of my own too, so yeah. okay.
0: Yeah. It's shame it's a shame that you didn't get to come you didn't come earlier, Jason, because you know, you could have been, you know, visiting all the different boroughs and so on, you know. Yeah.
2: Well, ironically, I was not supposed to be in New York. Um because my exam gonna finish around the First or second week in August, so I had like two weeks um, time before I left Fiji, but I was actually going on a board a cruise. Um, I think it was in the Western Caribbean. So my brothers were on cruise ships. I was going on a cruise with them. Um, they were going to Belize, Cayman Islands, and um, two other places. So that is what I was actually supposed to be doing. But what happened as my trip was coming closer, there was a tropical storm um heading toward like around Miami area and in the crazy. Like, oh so yeah, so the tropical storm was coming then. So what I did and I could not got I couldn't find um I couldn't book the cruise trip. Like all, all the trips were booked up. When I went to book, all were booked up. Oh, so I said, you know what? I already had the flight, I had the, like, 10 days in the U.S. because I left that room to go on a cruise, so I just, I said, you know what, i let going to go to New York, so let's book a ticket from Miami to New York, because the cruise had a from Miami, mm-hmm. so let's book a flight from Miami, spend time in New York, went back to Miami, and came. came. Yeah. So New York was not on my list. But you? Because if it was, oh. if it was, I would have stayed, stayed longer, if I would spend. Three weeks instead
0: of a week and a half. Yeah, but to me it was really short indeed, man. It was a lot, a lot more we could have done together, you know, because I, I get to, I get to see the Bronx. I got to see. Well, I live right on the border with Queens, so Queens wasn't anything really, you know, thing. But thanks to fate, Aww. we get to an island. Right. Although we didn't spend too long on it and so on. We could you know, at least both say, yo. We get to see Staten Island. And Fate completed my my tour for all the boroughs because I went to went to the Bronx, went to Queens. Well, I was staying in Brooklyn, in Manhattan, you know, and Staten Island was it for like finish it off.
1: So, and yeah, you I got- went to Philadelphia. Oh, shoot, I don't forget Philadelphia. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah I already you guys. So pretty,
0: yeah, but, uh, I'm like, sure to yeah. I to Philadelphia, man. Yeah, so yeah, Philadelphia, man. It was nice. It was a, that was a dope trip. That was a really nice trip. Despite it being very hot the day, it was a really nice trip. I think, man, if you had come earlier, you, you could have got to go on that trip, man.
1: When, whenever you guys come again, it's just one bus right away. We could do
0: yeah. <laughs> we
1: can do Washington yes, time
2: next yeah. time yeah. Well, But I think even though my trip was short I did a yeah. lot because um, I went to Brooklyn Staten Island in St. Queens I went to Long Island and spent a weekend in Long Island and I would have caught the Labor Day Parade like I was that was pretty busy. when I thought I was coming to New York to rest <laughs> I was busy
0: every Yeah, everybody gets you all about so the place.
2: I, <laughs> It was and I was about to, to New Jersey, but I just need, I just did not be able. To. I like to you in know, New Jersey another day. So I know I did I did a lot for um for twelve days. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I saw you a lot more in New York
0: than other people <laughs> Those facts, are, those bad. facts. Because yeah. I I'm sure it's all a lot more,
2: especially Guyanese, because my aunt has over there a lot of Guyanese. They, my, auntie, uh, they, in the US, they live in New York. If they, they're living in the Queens, thing, they never left. They it's, never
0: live Yeah, correct, correct. Cause it's like the same thing with me. I find myself right when I was there for the four months. I find myself taking out my cousins. They're like, "Whoa, I never went there before. You know but this place?" Like, "Whoa." I never went there, like, a simple Google search, and you find, like, cool events to go to. But they, like, this so cool. Yeah. Like, we events?
2: Remember that poetry? We went to a free poetry Um, in Monaco.
0: No, it wasn't poetry. It, poetry it was you know? comedy. Comedy. Uh, sorry.
2: Comedy. Yeah. And that was free. You know? There was a lot to do wasn't
0: it? Wasn't my Was uh, I think it was out
2: uh,
0: of but she couldn't get to come because really nice, a nice trip, young man. man. Really, really dope. Really dope. I don't know. I gotta I gotta give big thanks to Faith again, man. Faith, Fate really made our
2: Fate a real She is
0: made real. her a student. Yeah. yeah. Especially for me. Because this is the longest I ever stayed anywhere outside the country. Apart, apart from New York, where else I stayed the longest? Um I will say England. I spent a month in the UK. That was nothing compared to New York, four old months. And then, and then my mom was telling me, man, you you're not going back to no job or anything. You no know, job, stay stay a full six. You know, I like nah. It kind of get after a right? while. I I need I need this fun, man, man. I can't stay here for winter. The cold. I don't know. i for. I learned. I learned my lesson with that cold when I was in England. I'm telling you, that cold and me. Mm-mm. I'm a tropic dude. I like the tropic. Cold, man. First time. Poor me. <laughs> I'll give you a story. This is this is a quick story I give you guys. First time going to the UK. It was wrong supposed to be around summertime. It was in 2008. The reason why I remember was 2008, because Guyana had Carifest in 2008. And I never went to a Carifest. So when people tell me, why oh, Caryfest in Guyana was late, and how shall you come to Guyana and all that, I just tell people, I don't know what you it happened, because I wasn't here when it happened. So, the plane touch on we travel with British Airways. Mine you it was supposed to be summertime, right? Tajung at Gatwick. So I wear, you know, summer clothes. My short sleeve. You know, my short pants and everything. Boy, when I step out of that airport, I wanted to run inside back and run out and run on that plane, bro. That cold breeze just hits you like as a shock. People say summer like, but this is what July, July time is supposed to be summer, man. The place is supposed to be hot, you know. But the old like August, July, August two months for some reason. They say that. Oh, well, my aunt told me that we came at the uh, the worst summer they have had because all they had was rain. And cold breeze, rain, and cold breeze, rain, and cold breeze. It was like the worst someday England had. And I wasn't even staying in London. I was staying in a, a town called Brighton. I think it was um, a couple hours outside of uh, London. I think it was in Sussex County. I'm not certain. can't remember if it's in Sussex. But it's in one of those counties. So there's not a lot of like high rising buildings or anything. So you kind of get in that cool ocean breeze and so on. You know, but like when you travel into London, it will be more warm because of the buildings and whatnot. But boy, when I experience that, I, like, I know for the issue I ain't built for no winter or anything. You know, cooling is not a nice thing at all. So, Faith,
1: I'm here with you.
0: How old is be what? Yeah, uh, let be eight years in the states right now. Uh,
1: six. Six years. Technically so,
0: six, yes. Technically six. So tell me, you which one you prefer? You prefer the summer? Are you before the winter? Summer. Summer. So I, I think just, we, we just not built for this winter thing, yo.
1: We're not. So, so I I, do, moved, I moved here yeah. back in twenty fourteen, and this <laughs> the twenty thirteen. But well, I've been home for two years because I just can't. Oh, I just refuse.
0: To be in a call so much, sorry. Mm. Jason, trust me. I think you you exp you were here, you were in uh New York in uh, in September, right, Jason? Yes, I was. So you kind of experienced a little, the little chill when it was coming on to fall. Yeah, yeah. Yes,
2: I did. We went, to, we went to that bar on the rooftop. I think it was Anastasia, myself, and Abbott. And when we got outside and that wind hit, I was like, what the hell? And I had on a cardigan. I was wearing a cardigan. And I said, I think to my phone, I was like, nope, this is not the place for me. I need to remain in there.
0: <laughs> Topics, I'm a topical guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on top of you. I ain't know all people could bear it, you? Like, look that, how cool it ain't no joke. I, ain't, ain't.
2: I remember we saw we saw a young lady and she had on I think it was a top top and a short hat. And I I seen a girl in amazement, like, how? Oh. Like how's it? How <laughs> oh, you the sharp hands and a top top and you looking cool as ice and I hear with the jeans. A shirt, toss a cardigan, and I shivered Like, I, I, I couldn't process that.
0: Bro, and I can remember when we um, was on the bar, the rooftop bar there, and I was watching you how some people dressed, especially the girls, right? How they dressed and given that you're in a high building and you're in a open area, Right, and you're just getting winds coming left, right, and center, and it's cold wind too, right? And I'm watching this girl in amazement. Like, oh, this girl had on was one of those fine strap dresses, and does it. I like also like she ain't feeling coldy. Like she ain't feeling cold, and it was a white girl too. Wind is no joke. So. After this old COVID, first of all, you guys think this COVID will be over by next year? Like they will get like a a better handle on this old COVID situation next year, by next year time?
1: We should. Vaccines are being worked on. I think Russia just had said they came up with a working one, so we should be good. Yeah, so- vaccine.
0: But Faith, you, yeah,
1: you
0: you're sure. a doctor, right? Well, was a doctor.
1: What? Um. <laughs> is a
0: doctor.
2: Well, <laughs> she's not a, well, she's right. not a
0: practice. <laughs> she's not a practicing doctor, but she's still a doctor. All right, Faith. My apologies, Faith. <laughs> My apologies. Okay, Dr. Faith.
1: Okay,
0: I take this. All right. So, in your professional opinion here, right? How long would a vaccine typically take to manufacture?
1: So we... Based on what we're doing here, during the 1.5 to 2 years, because it's not just coming up with a vaccine. You would want to ensure that it's safe, and you would want to see the effects of it. Then... Is not just getting the vaccine, but how many people, when you get the vaccine, that now come out, how many people willing to take it? So we got lots of tests to do. We got to do population education to make the populace want to take it and not feel, oh my gosh, who (laughs) is this? So... it's not just a vaccine with Vietnam.
0: But in my opinion, I believe the Russian is thing. You know, because I think there are more tests that need to be um, done before you produce this thing on a mass scale and distribute it to your populace. Uh, we need to know if this thing will have any long term side effects.
1: Good, this is our interesting. You know. This is all
0: gonna happen before it comes. But you quickly, you see how quickly Russia got a vaccine. What is Russia? What's their (laughs) name? Russia. But um, come on, faith, yeah. (laughs) But I seen here to um. I think America is following suit to uh, a guy named Dr. Forget the guy name, and help me out here, Faith.
1: Which one? The, guy,
0: the guy yeah. Uh-huh. I think he was saying uh, that by next year, January, or early, maybe early or late this year, um, they should get a vaccine. and. I think that's too soon too. You know? I, I really know. think it's too soon. I and you know what I believe? <laughs> hmm?
1: Why you believe?
0: You know what I believe too? Because they might make it mandatory now for everybody to take a shot. Like if you want to travel, right? They might make it mandatory for everybody to take a shot of this vaccine. And I personally, I don't trust whatever they're putting in this vaccine. Vaccine don't normally be rushed like that.
1: Good. So there's one of the things. Like I said, you got to do patient education too. Because even if you get the vaccine tomorrow, how many people are willing to take it? So it's not just getting a vaccine. It's getting communication up. Getting knowledge of the disease and was out there to prevent it and getting people on board with what they need to do which is a vaccine if, if it's necessary but like everything else and all the other vaccines you could become an anti-vaxxer when it comes to covid but just know that you got to deal with the consequences as much as you're saying think, it's mandatory, you don't need to take it. Just that some things no, I, you might be excluded from. And if you're willing honestly, to be excluded from that, then don't.
0: No, but I honestly think in that because I'm seeing some countries are already pushing legislatives uh, within the different parliaments and house um, to make it mandatory for person to take the vaccine, and I think America might probably follow suit too. That might probably follow suit. They will follow suit. Uh, they'll make it mandatory for everybody to um, have a shot of the vaccine. But Jason, would you? Yeah. Sir. Would you take a shot of that vaccine if you want to travel and go to Jamaica next year?
2: I would. I am not taking any vaccine. Travel anywhere. <laughs>
0: So you remain I'm
2: not I if I have to remain again I'm going to remain in Ghana. <laughs> I'm not I do not trust any vaccine coming from any pharmaceutical company. As far as I'm concerned, like you rightly said, they Russian vaccine process. And in relation to that, there's a lot of conspiracy, you know, going on going on out there about, you know, coronavirus and what a potential vaccine. So I prefer a sit-and-wait approach. Let those who want to travel, let they go. They'll be the, the pigs, and I'll look on and see what happens. And then I'll decide later on how or what I'll do from there. But I am not taking and this. I, I this disagree will... when
1: you say, like, to some extent, not that they're rushing it, but they know that we need it. So they work fast. So I think that it's, it's just like everything else. Everything could be done so quickly. Like, sidebar, like if you want to get your passport, you could get a passport the next day or so. But it, we wait a week, right?
2: But if somebody steps
1: in and says, I get this passport tomorrow, you'll get it tomorrow. Yeah.
0: Wait, sorry for cutting here, right? But you can't use an analogy uh, of getting a passport oh, or vaccine. I
1: can.
0: Remember, so, you're dealing with lives, you know, you're dealing with people.
1: Good. And that's right. what the medical professionals do. So I'm not going to have you say that about yes. the people that work <laughs> in my field. no. So we are not yes. going to work but as we... much as you think pharmaceutical companies are doing it and they're going to get the um, financial profits. Uh, ethically, no, you're not going to do it mm. knowing that lives can be lost for your financial gain. I, like, I don't want to think right. so. So I think things that when you put... Like if you ask somebody to do this, you'd hire one person, but no, we hire a hundred persons to do this one job. So things that would have taken ten years to do the literature review and these kind of things, we're getting faster. So research was finished faster, approvals finish faster. Like if on a normal day this report goes in and it's number five on the list. So the person reviewing has to do four things before they get to yours. It might take four, five months. No, because of the situation we're in, the COVID, everything COVID goes to the top of the pile. So it gets reviewed first. So it happens faster. So it's not that we skipping steps, but it's just that we are working faster. A faster, you, we're making it a priority and it's getting them faster.
0: Yeah, I got a question. Go
1: ahead.
0: Do you ever look at these commercials, especially these pharmaceutical commercials, where they say, take XYZ tablet, right? Uh-huh. And troubling from that, take this tablet and then. Uh, at the end of the commercial this say, if you're experiencing this side effects, this side effects, this side effects, this side effects, um, you need to consult a doctor before taking X, Y, and uh, so on prescription. Now these days, what I could say pharmaceutical are in it to make a profit. I know there's a pandemic going on, but what I could tell you is that these businesses, at the end of the day, is about satisfying the shareholders and about filling their pockets. And they don't care if you guys get a little side effect or a little so on. They say at the bottom line of it, it's working. So what happens if a few person get uh, trouble from X, Y side effects or what's not?
1: But you know, to some they
0: extent they care like that, they will look at it like that way. But this is what I'm saying that if you want something to be effective and you want something to be holistic, it takes time. Not over a couple of months.
1: No back to them, right? So these are lawsuits coming. So as much as they might make money now. When the side effects come on, or even death, or years down the line, something happens, the company can be sued, and all the money that they make, and money they make from other things, they have to lose. So as much as you want to make money now, it got to be to some extent that...
0: So tell tell me this here, Are you willing to risk it to take a vaccine to just travel?
1: It does not... So, if it's for just travel, no. I am fine how I am.
0: So, if you make it mandatory...
1: They're not going to make it mandatory.
0: You sure about that?
1: I am sure about that. (laughs) Or... It's up to you at the end of the day. It's up to you. Just know that... Some things you can do and if you're willing to not be able to do those things, then don't take it. Like for the monetary vaccines that we need to go to school. If you don't take it, then you can go to school and you will homeschool your child. So if you're cool with homeschooling your child, then don't take it.
0: What do you think, what do you think about it, um, Jason? What, what, what do you believe? What's your thoughts on it?
2: Um, I don't I don't think they'll make the vaccines mandatory but for me personally I can understand where fate is coming from in terms of you know um, we're in a pandemic so they probably would have you know increased the resources they need to um, have a vaccine in a shorter time span but at the same time I know when it comes to you know the creation of vaccines it, it takes a lot of time because normally do a lot of check some balances, so if there's if a new vaccine, they'll do you know, different trials, trial one, two, and they'll probably increase the sample size and you know, wait for some time to see how those who participated in the, uh, in the trials to see how they respond and so on. But I know in, in the case of Russia, the only, the only trial they did was to um, President Putin's daughter, and Russia was not forthcoming with um, information in terms of what other uh, trials and checks and balances they would have done for the vaccine. So I think that's why a lot of persons are you know, a bit skeptical with the vaccine that like Russia would have developed. I know the US had developed, um, they came to a factory vaccine for the UK. So, I mean, the coronavirus only started when, let's say, January. it only a pandemic like around January. December in China. In China
0: was December. Well,
2: but it, it, so from December till now to Well, was,
0: we could say January. It it really like get out the van and we could say, yeah.
2: like it,
0: yeah, January. Just so. when it hit the US. Yeah. yeah. So
2: if if it, if coronavirus hit the US in let's say, um. February-March time. Mm. This is August. Right? This is like five months later. Yeah. How were they able mm. to develop a vaccine in five months? And normally the time for a vaccine, the timeline for a vaccine is like 18 months to about two and a half years, something like that, I believe. Mm. There's a timeline for a vaccine. So how were they able to do that yeah. in such a short time? So it's, it's a big, even if you even if you dedicate all the resources, you still there's still a, a testing period that you have to wait to see if there's any reaction from the subjects to the vaccine. I'm not no medical expert, but I know they'll test on animals first and then they'll go to once they'll see how the animals react, the want to save, then they'll try human trials. So how like there's no way they could have done all those, all this process. Um, so quickly. In I have stuff. I
1: have not followed up that, um Russia's with question so I can help. I can not comment on
2: okay. <laughs> Yeah, so um so so, so for so for me if, you know I have a bit of concern there. That's why I said I'm not taking any factor. Uh-huh. I prefer waiting. And I'm gonna see oh. what happens. Um, elsewhere, um, but I can appreciate um, I can appreciate when it comes to vaccines. Um, you know, it's pharmaceutical company making vaccines, and it's a it's a company, it's a business. If something is not profitable for me, I will not make it. Correct. So, if the pharmaceutical companies are making vaccines, they make it not with the even mind that you know, they want to cure people or that. Yes, they may, that may be one of the goals, but the ultimate goal is to make a profit. If it's not profitable, then we are not acceptable. And what i found or what I know so far when it comes to businesses, corporations, and people are looking to make money, sometimes they cut corners. And for the longest while, I've always been suspicious about big pharma companies the longest while because a lot of diseases and viruses and, you know please so in my mind it's profitable for them to have you take a drug or a treatment over and over again rather than give you the cure I that's my point. So so i believe the cure out there but it's not profitable for them just cure everybody mm-hmm. it's better to have you come again and again and again at least
0: they have a guaranteed refugee. Bro, Bro, I could, I could I could even go down the rabbit hole with the old HIV thing too, you know. You know, because I, <laughs> no, seriously, I believe they get a cure for HIV, you know, but they're just not willing to produce anything on a mass scale for the, you know, for the populace. You know, and the type of yeah. job that I'm in right now, you know, I got with different vendors especially vendors in the u.s on a daily basis and the way all these people think is just all about money all about money making a profit making a profit you know saying? if if you don't shoot a price away like that they don't want to hear from you it's all about money you know and this is what i was trying to get at for you, like yeah, lawsuits and all that would come, but these people get a, a team of lawyers behind them ready for these things, you know what I'm saying? I you know. These are times for you to be cautious and for you to question everything, you know? I just, I wouldn't, I would want to... Um, Take anything without it being foolproof. I fact that um, they make it mandatory, especially for persons who want to travel, for you to take the vaccine. Say now you take the vaccine, and it make you, um, in Florida, you can uh, reproduce. You know,
1: well, reproduce now quickly.
0: Ah, oh, refugees. Just- <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah, well, I I know a few persons who who went down that road.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: we we,
0: we yeah, together, to baby, coming
1: on the way. Obviously. <laughs> what better way to spend quarantine? I mean uh, if you can waste your time you might as well waste it reproductively.
0: I hear you, I hear you. Well, been an hour and twenty minutes. So alright, um call this a wrap. I definitely need to get you guys on again. Sometime in the future. We gotta you know, continue this discussion. You know, I really am really suspicious with these pharma companies. I know what you're saying, here, I get where you're coming from, but you know, just don't trust them. But we could get more into this. Um uh, are you guys free next next week?
1: No, we should be at home. All
0: right. Well we could
2: Okay, well, we could just let me
0: know and I'll be happy to come again. Cool, cool. So we could continue this discussion on the next episode. Um, So, yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for joining me on tonight's podcast. I really appreciate um, the time that you took you know, to join me and you know have a fruitful discussion on this whole pandemic and how it's affecting our lives. So yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks for it. And thank you, Jason. You're welcome. That
1: is all mine Mr. Scotland. Until next
2: time.
0: All right, sir. Have a wonderful night.
1: You too. Bye. Peace out. You
0: too. Good night. Good night.